Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. It's Wednesday, middle of the week, middle of the week, hump day. I know you love it. I do. Are you wearing your Wednesday socks? Let me check. Oh, I forgot to do that today. Not I don't have today, my Wednesday socks not on today. Well, new that means season. You've maybe let it's everyone down. day as well as Wednesday. It could be. It could <laughs> you, be. You've let all our faithful listeners down, Andrew. That's just <laughs> they were all holding their breath for that. <laughs> season four of Text Talk. What, when we get song. the video going in this podcast, I'm going to have to have the socks right. Well, we're going to have to do something. But we'll have a proper costuming department then. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> So season four of Text Talk, we're now in the Psalms. Psalm 54 is where we are because this is our second season of doing Psalms. We did that back in season two as well. And this week we are kind of following the the new plan that we have for our Bible reading at Livingston. The paths plan. The paths plan. So Monday we read the Psalm with a special focus on praise. Praise. And yesterday with a special focus on admonition and application. And or application. And today the T is for trust. 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 And you kind of gave a sneak peek yesterday. You started talking a little bit about trust Yes, yesterday, so we'll Hard probably not dig to. into that. Hard not to trust God. Yeah. So I'm going to read... Well, actually, I think it's easy to not trust God. What we need to do is... That's why we need to meditate. Here's that's how, that's how I trust how God. How I trust God. How I trust God. So going to do something... You have a Psalter in your hand, Edwin. I do. This is called the Bay Psalm Book. We tried yes. to read it a couple times in season two. It's a struggle because of the printing. It is. It's the, the letters look a little different than ours, but it's yes. a facsimile copy. Right. It's fantastic. So back when uh, colonists were at Massachusetts Bay, they put together a Psalter where they took mm-hmm. the Psalms and put it to rhyme and meter so that yes. they could sing them. Yes. Um, so there was some transition and some rearranging of words in order to make sure it hit that rhyme and yeah. hit that meter. But this is, a, you know, the uh, kind of our Puritan forebears in the States. Yeah. They would sing all their praises with this acapella. So I am going to read this one and see if we can gain something about trusting God mm-hmm. from this psalm. I know we've got a brother today that's done something similar, Matt Basford. He has, has a new Psalter out, doesn't he? He sure does. He's taken all of these psalms and, and arranged them and um, and set them to tunes mm-hmm. so that uh, we could sing them as well. So I'm, I'm looking forward that's to a, maybe a one big day. That's a project. I got to get a copy of that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to one day being able to get that. Maybe we can bring that into the podcast as well. So Psalm 54 from the Bay Psalm Book. To the chief musician on Neganoth, Maskell Psalm of David, when the Ziphims came and said to Saul, Doth not David hide himself with us? Preserve me by thy name, O God, and by thy strength judge me. O God, my prayer hear, give ear to words in my mouth that be. For strangers up against me rise, and who oppress me sore. Pursue my soul, neither have they set God themselves before. Lo, God helps me, the Lord's with them that do my soul sustain. He shall reward ill to my foes, them in thy truth restrain. Unto thee sacrifice will I with voluntariness. Lord, to thy name I will give praise because of thy goodness. For he hath me delivered out of all miseries, and its desire mine eye hath seen upon my enemies. 
Hey, thank you for that, brother. That's a, that's a little tricky to, to read, but you 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 hit it on the the rhymes. It helped and, that it was short. It was good. It helped that it was short. It does. I, it I does think it had been twice short. that long. I probably wouldn't have been able to make it through yeah, this one. Yeah. But that's that's an interesting read. I, I'm glad you have one of these for us to bring in every once in a while. Well, and and the different translations, you know, highlight different words, catch different flavors. Mm-hmm. You know, in verse four there that you read, it uses the word sustains. Mm-hmm. Um, mine's a little different in the New King James. It uses the word help or helper. Okay. Verse 4 says, Behold, God is my helper. And I think you read the Lord sustains. Yes. Is a sustainer. Well, he says, Lo, God helps me, the Lord's with them that do my soul sustain. So he's okay. saying that the Lord is with them who are sustaining my sustaining soul. Sustaining the soul. So, yeah. Yeah. He's with them. He's among them. Yeah. And so there's a, a blessing there for even the people who are with David and mm. with the Lord's anointed in this time of betrayal by the Ziphites. Is there anything in that that you gain that helps you trust God? Well, I think so. Um, of course, I want to trust God because he is faithful, and mm-hmm. that, that goes back to his name that we talked about the other day. But to me, it, it does open up the question, okay, who is God with, particularly in this instance, uh, when the Zephyrites betray David? I couldn't help but notice as I went back to Psalm 23, and I'm going to go ahead and read a couple of verses in there, okay. in, in the story that is the background for the psalm, that uh, David is on the run. We've talked about that a lot. There are a lot of people searching for him. It seems like no one can find him while he is in the wilderness of Ziph and while he's in a forest there. But interestingly, there is one who could find him, and it was Jonathan, yes. Saul's son. In First Samuel chapter 23 and verse 16, Then Jonathan, Saul's son, arose and went to David in the woods and strengthened his hand in God. And he said to him, Do not fear, for the hand of Saul my father shall not find you. You shall be king over Israel, and I shall be next to you. Even my father Saul knows that. So the two of them made a covenant before the Lord, and David stayed in the woods, and Jonathan went to his own house. Jonathan sought David out and was able to find him in order to lift him up, in order to undergird him and strengthen him at this time, uh, to assure him that he is anointed by God, that he will be the king. Of course, Jonathan's desire is to be there at his right hand. You know, they're they're best friends, they're really good friends, and that's always a remarkable thing for me to hear because Jonathan should be the rightful heir. He should be the king upon Saul's death. Yeah, if I can jump in on that. Yeah. It's one thing for David to trust God while God's saying, I'm going to make you king, I'm going to make you king. It's it's uh, so he's trusting him while all this stuff seems to be pushing against it but Jonathan is trusting God when God is saying yeah not you yeah i'm not going to make you king i know everybody would have thought you'd have been king but i'm not going to make you king i'm going to make him king and so david is trusting while saul is attacking him but Jonathan is trusting saying i know god's going to do this and it's not going to be me yeah. that's that's impressive i i wonder at god's providential hand in this as well because so many people are looking for david in that forest and can't find him but Jonathan can, right? You know, and and here and here's a, a good encouraging word from a godly person from Jonathan, and so I, I take that then to Psalm 54 when I read in verse four, "Behold, God is my helper; the Lord is with those who uphold my life, or mm-hmm. sustaining the ones that are sustaining him." And I think, well, that's Jonathan. That's a blessing upon Jonathan. He's picked the Lord's side. He's picked David's side, and so they're both trusting in God right now. 
Did you want to jump in? No, no go ahead. I, I thought I, I you were. Guess, I thought well, you were, but I, I, you, I am. I'm you pivoting. Took, you took a breath, so I'm I taking, thought it was my turn to talk. I'm taking that breath of pivot, but uh, before I close the door on this, go ahead. Okay. So then, my my question is: All right, uh, but but who is God with? Because as I continue reading in the very next paragraph in verse 19, now we have this betrayal. Okay, the Ziphites, First Samuel 23, verse 19. Then the Ziphites came up to Saul at Gibeah, saying. Is David not hiding with us in strongholds in the woods in the hill of Hakalah, which is on the south of Jeshimon? Now, therefore, O king, come down according to all the desire of your soul to come down, and our part shall be to deliver him into the king's hand. And Saul said, Blessed are you of the Lord, for you have compassion on me. Please go and find out for sure and see the place where uh, he is. I'm just going to stop right there. What does Saul say? Blessed are you of the Lord. You have compassion on me. Here is Saul invoking the Lord and blessing the Ziphites for this betrayal of David. And so it's like, oh, wow, (laughs) you've got David blessing Jonathan for lifting him up, sustaining him. But then you've got Saul blessing the Ziphites for lifting him up and sustaining him. Just keeping all the historical context, remember that when Saul got upset and ended up killing the priests of Nob, mm. it came, the, the thing that he said to all his supporters was, how come none of you told me that Jonathan was on David's side? Right. You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm ready to kill some people. You, you think David's going to pay you money? You think you're going to get as much out of him as you'd get out of me? And that's what got Doeg to go ahead and say, oh, well, I saw David. Yeah, I saw David. Right. So I think it's interesting that now we have this kind of repeated thing where Jonathan is meeting with David. Mm-hmm. He is still not. Mm-hmm. He's still not betraying David. And yet Saul comes along and blesses, as he did with Doeg, the people who would betray David. Yeah. But those are not the ones that God is blessing. Yeah. In that in that verse about God is my helper, the Lord is the upholder of my life, a couple things there. So uh, one of the reasons I wanted us to go ahead and read from the Bay Psalm is because, like the New King James, it brought out the idea of God being with or among the upholders of yeah, David's life. Yeah. Because if I understand it right, I'm not a Hebrew scholar. I'm just saying what I read in a commentary the other day that literally it is God is among those who uphold my life. Mm-hmm. And it appears that some translators. Afraid that that mitigates the praise of God as if there's a bunch of other people who are sustaining David and they want to emphasize that it's God who's really doing it. I see. Miss what's actually there. We're like the New King James, the base Psalm brings out the idea that God is with those who support David. He is among those. Among them, yeah. It, it is his support that makes all the support of the Jonathans, the Abigails, the the, the men who are with David in the wilderness that makes yeah, their the support. Uh, when we get to Absalom, Hushai. You know, we, yeah. we made that comment about the prayer yesterday. Yeah, the that, famous double agent. Yeah, Hushai. that David prays thwart the council of Ahithophel, but Hushai goes in, and so it's, but it's because of God that Hushai's counsel actually works. Right. And it's that idea that God is the one that makes all the other support that we have, or that David has, work. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really important thing. Talking about trusting God, uh, our friend Doy Moyer had a post on Facebook oh, some weeks ago, months ago, maybe even now, where he took to task this critique that the skeptics and atheists have, that we Christians believe in a God of the gaps. 
The God of the Gaps. Yeah, the God of the Gaps. Who's that? So that's the idea that, well, we've studied empirically science. Okay. And we've figured out how the water cycle works. So we know where rain comes from now. It's not the tears of the gods or whatever other metaphor they might have used. We know that lightning is this static electricity. It's not Zeus throwing thunderbolts. and And the thunder is not the voice of God. We've figured out what those things are. We know what what causes uh, all these different things. Now, there's still a lot of things we don't know. Okay. And so you Christians, you're, if we don't know it, you say, oh, well, God did it. God did it. God did it. He fills in the gaps. All the things that we don't know how it works, God fills it in. And we atheists and skeptics are telling you, no, we're going to keep studying and we'll fill in those gaps. We don't need God for those gaps. Here's what Doy pointed out about that. He, he made the comment that we don't believe in a God of the gaps. We believe in a God mm-hmm. who's behind everything. Yes. And so, sure, there's this water cycle, but why is the water cycle there? Mm-hmm. Because that's what God did. Yeah, that's what God set up. There's a design there from God. You know, we're, we're not talking—science We're, we're science sometimes looks at how. How did God set it up? What is it? In fact, the most scientists up to a couple hundred years ago, that was their whole purpose in pursuing science. Oh, of course. They're, how did God set up this world? Right. How does God's world work? You know, I believe in an orderly God who— who lives by laws and rules, and so I'm I'm seeing this creation. I'm sure he set it up with laws and rules. I'm going to figure those out. It's only been in the yeah. past couple couple centuries couple where it's yeah. become mainstream to say that no, these rules didn't come from a rule maker. They just kind of happened. Right. In, anyway, right. Th- what I'm trying to bring in here is that it's not I'm going to rely on you, Andrew, and where you fail, I'm going to rely on God. Mm-hmm. It's it's the fact that when you and I rely on each other as brothers in Christ, we are relying on God because God has given us one another. When we're relying on the congregation, when we're doing what God's word says, we are relying on God. He's not a God of the gaps. He's not the God who's filling in the gaps where we can't figure out where the other support comes from. Any support I have is ultimately from God, and he's the one that makes any of it worthwhile, yeah, which yeah. allows me to trust him. Yeah. Amen. I think we need to go ahead and yeah. bow out of this with a prayer of trust, brother. You want to go ahead? A great God and Father, thank you, Lord, for today. Thank you, Lord, for your word. We appreciate so much this psalm and learning from the events surrounding its composition is recorded for us in First Samuel 23. Uh, Father, it, it is scripture, and we know it is God-breathed, and it speaks to us. And certainly we are encouraged today, Father, in your trustworthiness and how you never uh, forsook David, and you saw him through these times, and we trust in you, Father, that you will keep us, never leave us, nor forsake us. And the Father, that you are working in and with those people around us who are seeing us through difficult times, and we thank you for the blessing of those people in our lives, and how you bless their hands as they minister to us and lift us up. And we pray, Father, that we might be used in that way by you to be an encouragement and a surety for others in their faith as well. Father, so that all are encouraged to trust in you. You are there. You are listening. You are working. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. 
Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.